You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, it is another Prem show of all Premier League all day. That's right. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking American soccer players. Uh, Christian Pulisic is a Christian Pulisic heavy episode. That's right. Plus, we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about our Arsenal actually going to get into a Europa spot. Do we like the five, the five subs? Are we keeping it? A little bit of a heated debate. Plus, we talk about where some players might be moving and does anyone have any money? And also, we talk a little bit about an embarrassing life story and our hair. That and more today on the Cooligans! Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris. And Allie Krieger. And you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Yeah, baby! Let's go! <laughs> yeah, wake everybody up, Alexis. Hell yeah, dude. Well, I mean, it's Brooklyn. There's fireworks going off every 40 <laughs> seconds here, so who cares? We goody. All right. Thank you for uh, joining us, everybody. Hello. We are the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that you have ever, ever seen, ever listened to. You don't listen. You don't see. Now you see podcasts. Podcast, podcast. It's all the. It's all scratch and sniff. We're just the (laughs) funniest one of all of them. That's all that matters. And we're not just that, Christian. Can you maybe get? Do you think I know something else that we might be? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a stab at it. I'm gonna say yes. I think you do know. I think you're right because we happen to be the gulliest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and yeah, and it is uh, not, I mean, it, it is getting gully not only uh, uh, in the United States, it is <laughs> across the pond. You know, what? what's gullier than completely ignoring coronavirus statistics and the dangers of this disease? <laughs> that's actually not that gully. I want you to know that's that's anti-gully. You know what freaked me out? So we're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, Arsenal played earlier today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the announcer kept saying, passed it down the gully, got it in the gully. And I was like, yo. Yeah. Are they talking to me? What yo, is this? <laughs> this is our thing. <laughs> and then I remembered that Daryl, Daryl Grove of the Total Soccer Show had explained to us that in England, a gully is kind of like a walkway. It's yes. kind of like an alleyway, but like where the bill, it's like, Imagine an old-timey street that's not wide enough for cars. Like in Chicago, just the DJ step. In Chicago, they have like the alleyways behind the building. It's almost like that. Those would be gullies. And in fact, if you've ever been to Chicago, gully stuff happens to happen <laughs> in those alleyways sometimes. <laughs> Correct. Uh, okay. And also, just a reminder, just uh, for people listening to this show, uh, we're recording this on Twitch. So, uh, yeah, you make sure you follow us. I, I don't think we've really mentioned that on the podcast, but make sure you uh, uh, follow us on Twitch and, and you can subscribe and do all those things. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun experience. So we're going to be interacting with the people in, uh, in the Twitch channel 
chat. So if again, if you want to be a part of this in the future, this is where you have to. Uh, this is where you have to be to hang out with us. Okay, so it's gonna just sound like a lot of stuff is happening. Yeah, but yeah. Trust so, us. I mean, because the these people... aren't voices in our heads. Okay, <laughs> these are actual people typing stuff. The people uh, uh, listening uh, do not hear the the alerts that are happening on the Twitch stream. So like when somebody subscribes, shout out uh, to Jim. Uh, I believe that's Jim Manolius. Gully Squad, uh, great, great dude who we hung out with in um, in North Carolina with his daughter. Uh, awesome dude. Uh, he just subscribed, and when you subscribe to to the channel, uh, you hear a little bit of salsa. All right, so you're missing out on a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's about time that you just. <laughs> If, especially if you're white, like you can't imagine you don't subscribe. That's you saying you hate salsa. <laughs> so think about that. Think about the message you're putting across in this day and age. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so uh, so thank you again for, for tuning in. So today, uh, yeah, we're going to do what we did uh, last week. Like, uh, you know, since obviously our TV show is on hiatus. So we're taking some time to do some uh, different things. And we're going to have another exclusive Premier League episode to yell about all things things inglaterra that's right. right and that's yo we're teaching you so many things one is called soccer again because y'all <laughs> invented it and guess what you inglaterra now bruh <laughs> imagine imagine argentina won the war you'd be inglaterra that's who you are now bruh para la raza dj step understands exactly and uh, uh shaksa just said uh guilt subscriptions yeah 100 percent. <laughs> that is the strategy here okay bruh, i mean we were raised by Latina moms. What you think? We don't know. We don't know guilt though. Is your mom kind of a guilt, like a guilt driver? You know. Um. Uh, well, she can't drive. Uh. No. But my mom. Oh. Well, you need your guilt license. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, those those are the rules. We need to make them. I mean, Latino countries are crazy. Uh, my mom is not not uh it's not that bad it she 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 uses the her her guilt skills but she is not she's not a black belt in guilt oh, if you know what my i mean mo- my mom is bruce lee level yo <laughs> like i called my mom the other day she pretended she had just been crying what and i said oh i swear to god and i said what <laughs> what happened ma what happened and she said it's just been so long since you called <laughs> <laughs> so I was she, like, Ma. So she pretended uh, to cry to make you feel worse. So I know where you get it from, Alexis. Oh my God. First of all, what did my, when you met my mother for the first time, by the way, we are going to talk about soccer for everyone. <laughs> for all the new fans who were like, oh, Premier League. <laughs> Trust us. We're getting to it. <laughs> so get, what happened when you met my mother? What did she pull you aside and do? Yeah, she uh, apologized. For never having gone to see you do stand up, she apologized to you for her never having come see me yeah. do stand up, and then she gave you a reason why. Would you share with the world why that is? <laughs> because uh, she is just uh, embarrassed at all the things you say. That's what <laughs> yeah. she told me. Yeah. Now. You knowing me, do you think she has a point? Because I do. <laughs> yes, people can, uh, you know, can only handle so much. And obviously, she's she raised you, gave birth to you, which right. is already just a tall order. And now yeah. she, she had to raise you. <laughs> Look like, at the size of my head. I if, mean, if it's, your a, mom, it's a big, that was a big thing to give birth. If your mom would have known how you were going to turn out, bro, you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have lasted three weeks in that home. 
Nah, <laughs> dog. She would have. She would have. She would have been like, "We need to up the belt and the chancleta budget because I need to fix this." <laughs> um, all right. So yes, yeah, so let's get to some Premier League stuff. You know what? And let's. Uh, we were already getting a couple questions uh, in the chat. Uh, Robert from LA said, "How bad did Christian want to bash his head into a wall after the Everton versus How Tottenham How bad did we both match? want to do that? By the way. Yeah, but at least you uh, got a point, right? And it was a it was a frustrating game, uh, but this. This game. Oh wait, are you referring to just because of it, because it was Tottenham? Yeah, uh, oh. a loss for Tottenham is a win for Arsenal. So yeah. in that moment, I was an I was an Everton fan, and I got to experience what you experience, which is sheer frustration for most <laughs> of ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, the uh, obviously there was uh, just the, the own goal uh, from uh, Michael Keane and uh, on a yeah, deflection. Uh, I mean, if that doesn't go in, we're probably talking about a nil nil draw. Yeah, uh, but you know, Everton have uh they they don't know how to they don't know how to score. They don't their goals are not really their thing. <laughs> it's okay? not their goal <laughs> to score goals. <laughs> okay. Everton's like, look, we're out here, it's more of a training session for us. <laughs> we're just trying to have a, uh you know, we had a long layoff, we're just trying to stretch our legs a bit. Yeah. Um, we're just really just trying to give it a run. You know what you know what I noticed? The first thing I noticed about that game is Calvert Lewin kind of looks like a brolic young uh Theo Walcott. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, I guess. I mean, maybe with Theo's haircut, they have like similar hairstyles. It's now. similar I, haircut. They're I'm both kind of light skinned dudes. I'm doing the DCL headband. Look at this. Yeah. All right, dude. <laughs> I think I I saw that. I'm like, dude. I think Dominic Calvert Lewin is what Theo Walcott's wife thinks about during sex with Theo Walcott. Okay. <laughs> because right. it's Theo, but a little bit taller. Okay. Bigger you're, shoulders. You're not going to get this on Sky Sports, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you're watching other Premier League shows and they didn't start with embarrassing information about a Latino mom telling you that imagine Argentina beat your country in a war, rename your country, and then tell you who Theo Walcott's wife is thinking about when she's sleeping with her husband. Which, why are you even watching and listening to that show? <laughs> it's like you're wasting your time, really. I mean... Uh, so uh, we got another question from... Uh, Shaq said, what my EPL question is, do you think Sancho to Man United will happen? Uh, you think you- Sancho's just waiting. He got his bags packed. He's like, He's, yeah, get, I mean, Gio get- Reyna wants that to happen quickly. He's like, yeah. yo, bro, I'm trying, I'm trying to get some a little bit <laughs> more game time. So. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I think the longer this goes, the more stress this is on Christian Pulisic. She's like, please just don't come to Chelsea. Please don't come to Chelsea. I Dude. imagine they spend like $73 million on they, Sancho. They can't. I mean, uh, they, they got Timo Werner. They got um, Zayich. Zayic? I don't know how to say his name. From Ajax. Uh, I don't think they have Kids any more money. Oh, no, of course not. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, again, yeah, we have uh, a couple things to go through uh, today. Let me pull uh, up some stuff. All right, let's start. All right, you know what? We should just start with Christian Pulisic. Let's go. We already talked about him. Remember when people said that he wouldn't play enough at Chelsea? I was no. one of them. <laughs> I, I did say that you don't spend 72 mil on someone you're not going to play, right? Yeah. But then and again, I- it is Chelsea. You know, <laughs> Chelsea... Abramovich is the type of dude to buy a yacht and then be like, I don't like the way it smells. It smells like the ocean. And then his <laughs> assistant's like, this is the fifth time Abramovich. They all smell like the ocean because you put them on the ocean. He's like, I'm going to get a different one. And they're like, why don't we just clean this one? He's like, nah, I want a different one. He's a little bit loose in the head. You know what I mean? Hey, I uh, mean, I'm sure if Chelsea fans uh, appreciate them deep pockets that have 
oil all over them. <laughs> it's, all, <laughs> it's all good. Oil-covered pockets. <laughs> Do you have anything in your pocket? I don't want that peanut, dude. It's oil all over. Um, I think, I think, here's the thing. He may be already the best American, the most skilled American to have ever played in the Premier League because the Dempsey heads are going to come out and they're going to get mad at me, right? Yeah. Because watch, how could you watch? Watch out for those Dempsey heads. You don't Dempsey want to mess heads with them. Crazy, you know what I mean? <laughs> like why? Oh, why are you disrespecting Dempsey? Right? Clearly, up until this point, what? Um, what's the dude? Demerit, right? Jay uh, Demerit, yeah, Watford. Jay Demerit got Watford uh, promoted, but he wasn't the great. He wasn't like he didn't make people go like, oh, maybe Americans are good at soccer. Yeah, yeah. He was like a large physical beast you know what i mean a lot of power that's what you expect out of an american you know there's a lot of milk in our diet you know a lot of <laughs> okay. protein you know i dempsey came out and it was he's like a gutsy player you know what i'm saying okay like he would find a way to score but there's nothing about dempsey that made you look at him and go yo the way they're developing players in the u.s is next level christian pulisic does that yeah, well, he's you know you know he has uh, something special uh, when you see the responses from Chelsea fans on on Twitter whenever Christian Pulisic does an interview, they're like they're like oh I keep forgetting that he has an American accent I can't take him seriously so they're like yeah, you're they're good at accents they, they they take his his footballing skill seriously that the accent is so jarring they're like why why does he sound like that. I think back to that video when he was at Dortmund. Vice Sports did it, and it was like a the the for the B roll was hostless, and they were just like interviewing people in Dortmund, and it was like a, the center of town where like people are out drinking, blah blah blah. And they're like, "What do you think of Christian Pulisic?" He's like, "Oh, he's great. I use him in FIFA." And they're like, "What do you think about the fact that he's American?" The guy goes, "He's American." <laughs> he's like, is- "Like he goes like from there, <laughs> like not just I- like dad <laughs> splooged in a woman of a country that knows how to develop, <laughs> right?" No, it's like legitimately born, raised, and developed in America. I that's that to me is like a little bit of like pride. You well, know? Well, sure. I mean, look, there have been people in the past, obviously, like we you also forgot Brian McBride, who also was a Fulham legend as well. Yeah, he's got uh, a concession stand uh, standing yeah. after him, which, uh, you know, a goal of mine is to have a place that sells food <laughs> named after me. I mean, Alexis just wants a hot dog stand named after him. That's all. <laughs> Doug, are you kidding me? Why are all these hot dogs mini? This is disrespectful. <laughs> OK, it didn't have to be true to size. Why did it- <laughs> I should have I never let you measure it? I should. I've never let you measure it. You know what? I thought it was weird, and I should have said something. I don't know why I was for it. <laughs> Colo Blanco saying uh, a pizza stand. That's right. Now That's we're right. talking. But, but stadium pizza is not really known to be very good. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? Shouts to Atlanta. They got an Antico in there. They're the they're probably the best pizza I've ever had in a stadium. Okay. Well, um, so look, Christian Pulisic, obviously against Crystal Palace, was – Stellar. And this is what we're seeing week after week, right? We were concerned that he wouldn't get any playing time. And now I am concerned that Frank Lampard is going to work this child to the bone. He is going to, he needs rest now. I'm like, yo, get it. But make sure there's pillows laid out on the bench. Does he need to play every game? Does he need to play every minute? I I feel like we need to like, like, Liverpool already won. What are we doing? (laughs) Slow it down, guys. All right. We have to really think about the future. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> no, man, but he he is clearly earning uh, his his minutes, uh, especially uh, obviously since this restart. Unbelievable. The game against Crystal Palace, yeah, the goal was was incredible. But every it seems like every but time. Here's, can I just say, like, what makes that so special is that that was one on one. How sure. often do we see an American score a goal one on one? Right. I mean, it's one thing to be like smart and know the play and know where to stand and be able to to finish, but to have no other option and just be like, all right, I'm gonna break this dude down, give myself a quarter of an inch, yeah, or it's a Premier League show, a millimeter, I don't know what it, a <laughs> centimeter, right? <laughs> to give yourself that little bit of space, just enough, and then to bang it in near post, left footed too. What are we talking about? Who is this? He's American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it's incredible. We're not used to seeing it, and and the goals and and the assists are great, and, and that's always like you you want those results. But the his ability on the ball in tight spaces. I mean, he did it a couple times where he was just like, just just like saucing on dudes. Like I mean, it was it's just disrespectful. It was he was it, there was no position that you could corner him in that he wouldn't be able uh to get out of uh i mean the, the again the last three weeks have been unbelievable I, I mean he seems like a completely different player i mean we, we you know we, what it is it's the confidence he seems like he has the confidence he had at Dorman before sancho got there sure but uh, w- when he got to chelsea he, he was dealing with uh i think a quad injury or hamstring or whatever like i think he's like kind of sorted that stuff out i don't know if he has but like- also the pressure of being fucking 72 million the last signing before the ban like that's tough dude that's a lot of pressure sure i mean i don't know what I, look i don't know what happened exactly but i mean you know we gotta applaud him he not only is he's he, he's not just looking great for an American. He is looking good for a Premier League star. I mean, when it comes to, you know, the the, the leading goal scorers, like obviously Vardy, Aubameyang, and, and Sadio Mane, when it comes to the, the decisions that he is making, uh, he he's looking like those dudes. I mean, I'm thinking next year, if he continues this run, he, what, he has nine goals this season, he could... He could be like a, almost a 20 goal scorer if he keeps this up. He is that good. Even for at least a portion of the year, I could see him being in the golden boot sort of conversation for Premier League. It, it's surreal. I mean, it's, it's weird to, you know, an again, American <laughs> <laughs> to put that kind of pressure on this on this young man. But I, again, I don't know what even from the, the difference that he, you know, compared from Dortmund to Chelsea is he is light years ahead of in quality I, I, just visually from what i see compared you know the, the, he's made that jump not only to the from the level that that is required in the in the premier league but he it, it, he just looks like a different player I, you know I, what it was when he was at Dortmund, he was at theo walcott and now he's calvert lewin right yeah he's bigger <laughs> his shoulders are bigger, exactly right he's getting this is what now, theo walcott's now, wife now uh theo walcott's wife is imagining christian <laughs> i mean she's all over the map here but you got to do something right you've been with theo for a long time i honestly get it uh <laughs> i like this uh, jim just said uh he learned german maybe he can learn a british accent imagine imagine he does that just really goes full British just uh, to adapt to the culture. I would love it if he was like, all right, mate, American who, you know, <laughs> that's the best I could do with an English accent. But I, I think even in the chat, um, uh, what Colo Blanco said, I believe it was Colo Blanco who said he might be the best American 
ever. And that's it, regardless of whether played in, in the Premier League or not. And I, I, I struggle to agree only because he sort of hasn't, I don't think he's earned that yet. You got to play in a World Cup, right? And unfortunately, he missed the last one because his teammates are trash. Uh, or the the system was trash in that moment. I don't want to disrespect the whole teammates. I love that squad. But um, when he shows it in a World Cup, it's the same thing for Messi, right? Versus Maradona, right? Like you got to show it in the biggest in the biggest competition. So you got to. Oh, Shexa said it. Uh, you got to show in that moment, right? Can you? He has all the potential. We're seeing it. And the kid's what twenty two, uh, twenty one, twenty one, still twenty one, dude. This guy's just starting to buy beer in America. <laughs> He's a baby. No, I mean, in England, you could buy it at like 14, so it's all good. I mean, buy it. Wait, wait, <laughs> four, see, you're okay in here, young chap. Hey, start, run my brewery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> Go ahead. Grab the clipboard. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, look, I'm he- impressed. Yeah, he's been great. It's just uh, you love to see it, and then again, we didn't know. No, I don't think anyone really expected this. I don't know what when we saw the seventy-two million that Chelsea was spending. We're like, I okay, we're, we're trying. To- <laughs> it's like a street hustler who's like, no, no, no. If that's what this person thinks it's worth. Everyone shut up. <laughs> no, okay, this is what the market says. Uh, so let's just go for that. Um, no, but yeah, he's just he's been incredible. Yeah, I, I think that's been the the thing that's made me the most happy is you know his agent was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to check with Dortmund to see if that's okay because <laughs> uh, we're we're I, th- I believe we're receiving a heavy interest from uh, what does it say here Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. So we, I think we're gonna have to up this. <laughs> also, the the sound you hear in the back is static. That is not all of us high fiving. I want you to know that. <laughs> It, that's what it sounds like, right? Uh, yeah. Look, uh, it's 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 been great. Like I, I was saying, the, the the thing that's made me the most happy is is not even the goals have been great, the assists have been great, but really he is fitting in so perfectly. And and uh, at some there, there's some moments that he looks like the best player on the pitch. He is so fast. I don't I don't know with it. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's a different workout routine, but he is he is often the fastest guy on the pitch. And I made a joke before. I'm like, I love this this kid's pace and power. You, gotta, <laughs> yeah. you, you love to see it, right? The he is a uh, uh, defender and this is why the defender uh, when he scored the goal was really playing off of him cuz he was like, "Yo, I don't know where this kid is going to go." Right, because he can he's first of all to score with his left foot that way. Every other defender is like, I mean, what am I supposed to do? If I get tight, he goes right. If I give him space, he can go left. Like, there's yeah. just no way to really defend against this guy right now. And there were people who were having uh, tough times. Like, he he positions his body in front of the ball to 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 create that little bit of space to to to, to uh, continue to accelerate. And even against against Crystal Palace, Wolfer Zaha, who is one of the fastest dudes in the Premier League, uh, um, Van Anholt. As well, another super yeah. fast dude. Like we're having trouble keeping up with Pulisic, and again, he got that uh, other gear, dude. Yeah, and it, and it, look, obviously, it's not just the speed, but he he's playing uh, to his to his specific strengths. So that one of the things I said when he got to Chelsea was like, can he handle the physicality of the Premier League? I thought he was going to get pushed around a lot more, and they people can't get a hand on him to push him around. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's that's been the the thing I'm kind of like most proud of as a you know as, as a fan of of American soccer. So are we happy? I mean, this is going to sound pretty wild, but are we happy with him being at Chelsea? Like, do we want him to move to a bigger club? Look, the the frustrating thing for me is that I'm I watch Chelsea games now and I want Chelsea to succeed, and that shouldn't happen. Right. right. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody. I right. I look at him, and first of all, him. I thought him and Tammy Abraham were going to be like the thing of the future, but I'm really liking him and Giroud, right? Yeah, Giroud's yeah. like pulling him aside and being like, yo, let me show you the way. Fix his hair up a little bit. Spray <laughs> okay. tan. Speedos. We He's, wear hey, speedos. You're looking, all right, kid. You're looking over. <laughs> just <gonna> smack. <laughs> right? You got to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Miss Cooper says he's smart and fast. Uh, his movement is just beautiful. Yeah. Everything about him is beautiful. Okay? Everything. And by the way, right. in the background, you may neither one of us work at restaurants. You may be here in Christian's apartment, right? <laughs> in the background, right? Where, where it's a little late, right? We're interrupting dinner time in Christian's house. So if you're wondering, that's not your kids playing in the background. That's not your neighbor breaking into your house. That is us. Do you remember when we first used to record our show? We would do it out of my uh, apartment on the Upper West Side. Yes. And uh, you would sometimes hear the police sirens, but... Like New Yorkers, we don't, I, unless the police car stops directly in front of me, I don't notice it. You know what I mean? I hear police sirens, right? I'm goody, right? Yeah. It's just part of the, the it's part of the (laughs) ambiance. Right. It's more of a background noise, right? (laughs) Oh, you have a wave machine? Real nice. I have police sirens. White noise? Nah, I got white supremacy noise. (laughs) It's the police. (laughs) Oh, we're going to get an email. Uh, (laughs) uh, Whatchamacallit? We, uh. We used to get emails all the time from people saying like, yo, could y'all figure out what to do? Because like I, I listen to you while driving to work and I keep thinking the cops are behind me. <laughs> but right now, someone's going to think they left plates back in the back of their car or something. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, look, obviously, uh, Pulisic's a hero and we, we hope he, uh, we, he keeps it up. Uh, and, you know, I want him to do well, but I want Chelsea to fail. That's all. No big deal. Um, yeah, so he could keep scoring as long as the op- the opposing team scores more. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Strong point. Thank you for making that brave. <laughs> it's just like the, the Eric Andre mo- uh, meme. Uh, how, how could you say something so controversial yet so brave? Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, somebody, uh, Shaksa had mentioned this on the uh, on the chat as well. We had this in uh, on our rundown. Miguel Almiron to two. I was going to say, uh, what did I say in Spanish? Two. <laughs> two. Uh, you or two? <laughs> two uh, rumors to Atletico Madrid. Uh, he, uh, Miguel, uh, scored uh, in his, in their last game, Newcastle. Back to back, if I'm not mistaken. This might be the first time he scored back to back. I don't, yeah, I don't recall. Um, but he, the, he scored in, uh, I forgot, again, I forgot who they played, but it was a great goal. Uh, and he's looking to, he's looking to, to appear a bit more comfortable in uh, with Newcastle, he is. Uh, I, I've, I watched the last two games, and I still think th- this rumor of him going to Atleti is not. Uh, I think it's just very much a rumor. I think he needs at least a bit more time to adjust to really show uh, his ability because he is one. I think he's just on a bad team. And 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 it doesn't mean that if he was on a good team that he would absolutely shine, um, but I think he is not in in the environment to. I, I, Atleti's a big team. I don't think he's ready 
to fit in it with Atletico Madrid. That's my opinion. I'm going to disagree with you, and here's why. I actually, first of all, I agree with Shexa. I think his style fits better in La Liga. I think the Premier League, and I know this sounds blasphemous because we're talking about the Atleti, but I think the Premier League is just a bit too physical and doesn't really care for the dancing in the midfield. You know what I mean? So it okay. forces him to have to constantly run heavily into space. Whereas if he played in La Liga, which is a much more technical league, it balances him out. Atleti, don't forget, they might be in trouble. They ain't got a lot of money, right? They don't have a lot of money to spend. Getting a player like Amiron is probably the highest value they're going to be able to get for the amount of money they can spend. And this also could just be complete bullshit. This could be his agent being like, oh, big money coming in? (laughs) Oh, well, you don't know, but like Atleti was asking, so you probably want to keep him. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I think he could do – I don't think that he wouldn't do well – Atleti, I just feel like he's he hasn't. Um, he's more of a Real Betis. Yeah, I, player. I, I th- sure. I, I think he would. I think you. It would be a big gamble for Atleti. That's all. I, that's my feeling. I think he could strive uh, in in the Premier League with Newcastle a little bit more with more time. I think he could adjust and and have a better kind of uh showing and 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 earn either more money or some more faith from from Atleti or any La Liga team he he would go. He could go into plenty of La Liga teams. But yeah, Betis, uh, uh Villarreal, Valencia, he could go he would be fine in a lot of those teams. But Atleti is like they're a Champions League team. They are regularly, they're usually third or fourth uh, in La Liga, in the La Liga table. Um, so that's a lot. Recently. You know, they, you know, is he going from Newcastle to a Champions League team? You think he's ready for that? That's, I don't think he, I don't I think do. he's there just yet. But I'm going to give you the team that I think he's perfect for, and they will be in Champions League next year. I think he is absolutely perfect for a, for a Bielsa team. Leeds United. I I agree. Dude, he is absolutely perfect. He's fast. He can ping shots. He doesn't stop running. He's a workhorse who happens to be fast and really skilled with the ball at his feet. And he's he's so small. I love the fact that he wears my size t-shirt, but has your body build. Uh, he he he's sort of he's one of those players that when he doesn't have the ball. You can't keep track of him. So he can run wherever he wants. He's great at like late runs to the post, stuff like that, which I think was one of the, I think that was the last score he the last goal he scored was no, similar the, to that. No, no, the goal the last goal he scored was like that that like ch- sort of chip to the f- corner. It was like at the middle of the box. He is um he he doesn't he doesn't receive the ball. Well, and, and, you know, he's not a forward. So he, he, his, but just Newcastle sucks. All right, guys, let's not, let's not be crazy. Yeah, Newcastle's yeah, yeah. No, not. I'm glad a- we got to it. It was, on, <laughs> it was, it was on a rundown to talk about he's, it. He has to do so much. He's, they got him there because he's fast as hell. And, and, and yes, he can get a couple goals, but let's be re- realistic. He's there because he is. Stupid fast. He can he can track back. He can uh, and he was cheap. He can beat he can beat defense. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't super. I mean, look for Newcastle. He was cheap by Premier League levels, but it, it was a. What big, was the final result? Was that thirty mil? It was like thirty. Yeah, so that's a lot for for Newcastle. But when you watch their games, their their midfield just looks so discombobulated. They really not. Uh, they're just not having fun out there. Yeah, you just there's tell. a guy on their team called John Joe Shelby. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Dude. Okay. Is, is his name what? What does that mean about the quality of play? That sounds like a Premier League player, well, like a, a top flight player from like 1942. 
John Joe Shelby. I mean, that sounds like, you know, when they're like, oh, where, how'd you get your name? And they're like, oh, well, you know, this happened. And, oh, my, my dad put a key in the door, so it became door key. Like, John Joe Shelby sounds like one of those names. Like, he's just one of those things where it's like his picture should be the old-timey fighting guy <laughs> with one fist in front of the yes, other. Yes, the Notre Dame fighting Irish guy. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> it's just, it, like... I first of all, I don't love. I can't remember the 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 manager's name now. It escapes me. But I don't. Steve Bruce, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't love that style. I don't love his style of management. Uh, clearly, it's working for a team like Newcastle. But this whole new like, if if the Saudi takeover works, right? Yeah, they're going to be bringing in huge name players. I don't know that Miguel Amiron starts on a team with huge name players. I think going to Atleti is actually a, a step up. And it sort of levels him out. Uh, okay. I mean, look, it's it's, it's all speculation, but... Um, I love when you're done arguing, you just say, okay, so that I stop yelling. <laughs> Honestly, if you've learned anything in five I've, years... I'm, I've expressed my opinions on Mickey, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, what else am I going to say? Am I gonna, I'm not going to convince you of, uh, of uh, you know, what, you know, for my point of view, but whatever. Uh, uh, Shaksa did say, is it legal to have three names that white when it, referring to John Joe Shelby? But I think John Joe is one name. If John I'm not Joe mistaken. is one name, but that's two names shoved into one. That's two dudes dating, celebrity dudes dating that they've made like a, you a know what I mean? couple, yeah, yeah. Oh, John you know Joe. John Joe? They There's break a, up? John Joe Kenny. John Joe Kenny was, uh, where's, where's John Joe? Is that, was he an Everton player? Who's John Joe Kenny? I remember that name. Anyway. I have no idea. Uh, so, what's up with my man Yedlin? Jim is asking. Yedlin uh, is going back to Seattle next year, bro. <laughs> he is not getting playing time. Um, I, I forgot who's taking his spot, but it is uh, again. It's it's disheartening to, especially uh, he plays right back, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. mm-hmm. a right back, um, an American who's uh, again, obviously one of the again another stupid fast guy um but also skilled though you know what i mean i mean he's he's not the greatest of defenders he's also a little bit small but you know when it comes to right and left backs that's kind of okay you don't need to be the biggest dude in the world especially because he's kind of more of a winger than he is a defender but he's not a i mean this doesn't cross great he doesn't cross great and he doesn't really set the team up for those uh for those crosses for those that that's not really like his his biggest strength and it's it's unfortunate because i can't tell if it's a bad newcastle team or if if Yedlin is not playing well, or if it's like just they can't figure out like the the chemistry. This season has been not great. I mean, for Newcastle, I mean they were uh, early on. They obviously they were like kind of in the relegation zone, and who knew what was going to happen. But Yedlin, uh, to see like an uh, an American player uh, on a bad team not even be able to get minutes is disheartening, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yo, he's been he's been getting minutes for years there, so. I, you know, it's not like he just got there and he's failing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. he'll be fine. Uh, Kolobanka said, uh, yes, John Joe Kenny did play for Everton, and now he's at Schalke. Uh, he has a, apparently has an amazing quarantine throw. So, look, I'm doing... Uh, I got the same so thing do going you. Here. Yeah, look at that. Thank you for the compliment, Alexis. Uh, no problem. I love your hair, dog. I can't wait <laughs> to see, I mean, when it starts to fall, you know, because it <laughs> stays up, you know, but I got... I keep my hair just keeps getting longer. I can actually tuck it behind my ear now, which is crazy. I I can't believe my hair is this long. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's. Uh. Let. I mean, obviously, this is a a hair show. 
uh, yeah. we focus on what what looks do you recommend for the cooligans? And I what, love what, if somebody turned this on now. You just got like these like crazy nightclub lights behind you, and we're just <laughs> talking about our hair, and people are like, I don't think this is. It's more of a perm show than the prep show. Yeah. Or look to our Twitch audience. We should address like we we've been trying to make uh, the the production value of this a little bit better. Yeah. Do I have? A party lights on? Sure. I mean, look, yeah. it'll at the very least somebody will click on, uh, you know, into it and be like, "All right, th- these dudes know how to party." Okay. <laughs> I mean, they don't know shit about soccer, but <laughs> yo, they they lit, and that's honestly all we could ask. Yeah, is that we, you believe that about us? We're also both using new cameras, if you can tell. The reason that the cameras look a little bit nicer is we're we, we figured out a way to plug in our our cameras that we have instead of just using webcams uh so yeah so we're trying everybody so thank right. you again so hit the follow button bro hit bro the subscri- we out here using big cameras son <laughs> okay uh all right so um next up let's uh discuss uh alexis's favorite subject arsenal football club that's right we actually we didn't even talk about weston mckinney speaking of americans moving oh, right, right right yes weston oh that McKinney. was another rumor might come to a Premier League team that you happen to love. Let's go, baby. Where I can He wait. might be going to Everton. You always pick the wrong side I, of your shirt. I'm looking at the reflection on the camera. I'm I mean, you still know what side of the badge is, dog. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know where my organs are, bro. Where's my heart? <laughs> dog, my heart, it's in a garbage can, yo. Uh, yeah, dude, Weston McKenney wants to come to the Premier League, and he's decided, I'm used to being on a team that loses a lot, so why... <laughs> Change that. I want to go to Everton because I don't want to know what it feels like to win. <laughs> Although, Carlo Ancelotti, do you think he's going to make changes in the offseason? And if so, do you think Weston McKenney fits what those changes potentially might be? He could and I'll okay. hang up and listen to your answer. First <laughs> so look, time, long time. Weston McKenney, so that, that, that was one of the rumors. The rumor was he might go to he, Everton, Southampton, Newcastle, and I think there was another club. I don't remember. Um, the Crystal him, Palace. I don't. I don't know. I mean, he could go to. He's he's a good player. I think he could fit in a lot of teams. Obviously, he is uh, um, a, a strong defensive mid. Uh, he's pretty fast. Uh, he and he's also like a, a threat to score. Um, he is uh, at Shaka. You 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 see him. He's pre- he's pretty good on the ball. I mean, they're, they're a decent team, uh, but they haven't. You know, they've definitely. Under underwhelmed us or whatever or underachieved this this season. Shexa would both, not agree. Both Shexa of would, those are right. By the she, way, Shexa would not agree with that sentiment of Alshaga, but but you know how it is. So, um, I think he would be a perfect replacement for Andre Gomez. Andre Gomez is even even before the, his injury. I think he's he's too slow, and I and. You know, and and since the restart, I just don't think he he I don't think he's that great of a passer, and he he just doesn't make great decisions. The game against Tottenham that was that was very very evident. But I I just think as a defender, I think Weston McKinney would be better at that spot, and he, I think Weston is may, maybe not necessarily as great of uh, on offense, but I think he's good enough, and and fitting in uh, on a Premier League team, I think that would be a good spot for him. Uh, and the fact that he could, you know, just be in the box for, for, you know, corners and headers. And, and he's just a, a more physical player than Andre Gomez is. I would, I would love that. And also Gilfie Sigurdsson has got to go. He is done. It, it is not, 
working. Whatever they're trying to do, it is not working. I think Ancelotti's going to go in a different direction when it comes to that, to the midfield. Because I think the, the, the defenders for Everton can, can hold their own. Keane is great. Uh, uh, Mina is, is a little slow, but he's a Colombiano. He's good. He's, he's definitely a good ass. He's a good passer. Uh, but the midfield is just there, there's a disconnect between the 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 midfield and their and their forwards. The the defenders get the ball to their forwards better than the midfielders get the ball to the forwards, which is embarrassing. Yeah, and Colo Blanco just said, "Are you ready to lose Yerimina to Valencia?" I hope he doesn't go, man. I I, I like I like him at Everton. He, obviously, he's not getting the playing time that he wants, um, and he is a good defender. I mean, I agree with you. He's not the fastest. But he's a beast, and he seems like one of those. He's one of those that like instills confidence because he he's always his work rate is very high as well. Yeah, it's just like look, a lot of Premier League players are freaking fast, right? And he yeah. he sometimes gets beat. Um, but when 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 Everton are playing kind of you know more with more possession, I think he 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 can hold his own, and he and he's fine. Yeah, yeah. So he's a big dude. We saw him. We saw him at the World Cup dunking on England. Right. I just want him to do more of that. Why not? Yeah. Keep doing that, bro. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, here's my thing. I don't want Weston McKenney to go to Everton. I don't want – it's not necessarily a step up. I would love to see Weston McKenney go to a team that's better, right? Now, here's the thing. You can't go to, like, Besiktas. I don't think that's a better level than what Schalke plays week in and week out. And I don't know if he's necessarily Bayern Munich level, but I would love to see Weston McKenney go to a club – where you're still playing in a good league, but plays at a high level. I, and that's why I asked, do you think uh, Ancelotti is going to make the appropriate changes for Everton to be a better club? Because if if it's another of what we've seen after the restart or in 2020 after Ancelotti took over, I'm still not convinced that that's really good enough for a young, impressionable American to develop in a situation that way. Uh, I, I don't have any. I, I don't. I feel like I don't have any real evidence to think it, it, an American wouldn't be able to do well there. Not um, necessarily do well, but is that the right place for them to develop? Is Ancelotti? Do, does Everton have money for Ancelotti to spend so that next season he's surrounded by better players, or is he like the only one you're going to bring in? No, yeah, I don't they, think that makes Everton better. Honestly, I think I think Ancelotti's going to bring in a, a huge name. I mean, there's also been the rumor about James Rodriguez. Uh, that uh, I, I think there there is more it, there's more of a likelihood that uh, Everton will have a huge huge name than you know build pieces to to build uh, on something. I think Ancelotti at the very least is gonna push to get some big name player. And, and James was one of the names that came up. And obviously, I don't know you know I don't know what James is gonna do at Liverpool. Uh, you know I don't know how much fun he's gonna have out there, but. <laughs> Uh, I think a lot of people have faith in, in Carlo Ancelotti. And, you know, why not? Why not give it a shot? He went there. Uh, maybe they, they're, you know, they're getting a new stadium. There's a lot to look forward to as far as, uh, you know, uh, what the team could look like and, and what, how much control he will have over what the team is going to look like. So I think there's, a, there's, a, you know, there's not too many teams that have the, the, uh, uh, that high of a, of a ceiling. Like you know, the the Manchester United, the Chelsea's, Arsenal's. We already know, they're the, those are the big clubs or whatever. But there, there's 
the, the, for the room for growth. Thank you Everton, for that. I think Everton in the next like 10 years will, will I'm, I'm hoping they will be, uh, you know, it, spoken in the same breath as the, those other teams. Yeah, that'd be fun. Dude, yeah. If, if You would imagine if James Rodriguez comes, Yerry Mina stays, no? Of course. That's his I, homie. Bro, you know. Two people to complain about the food together. Okay, they, they'll, they'll be dancing when somebody subscribes to uh, the Cooligans Twitch <laughs> channel, right? <laughs> so, uh, yes, Ed McLean says, Andre Gomez needs to go. He's terrible. I mean, yeah, yeah I feel bad, and I wanted him to, to you, know, I, you know, like just mush uh, you know, son, uh, uh, during that game, but Larice got it. Yeah, <laughs> Larice <laughs> took care of it for you. <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, we should talk about that. Well, that was interesting, right? That little little fight between yeah, Young Min Son and uh, and uh, Hugo Larice. The uh, it was. Uh, the, I just so, noticed his first name sounds like young man, and his last name is Son, which is also a young man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome to the Cooligans, y'all. <laughs> Man, it's just like now people can watch your brain work live. <laughs> Bruh, you think I won't interrupt the well flowing <laughs> podcast for that tidbit? You don't know shit, my guy. <laughs> yeah, so it was a a um a, it was towards the end of the first half, and uh, uh the the, the I, I, it's hard to, I don't know exactly know what happened. Like NBC the, Sports showed what they believe is additional footage. It looks like Sun didn't track back after getting the ball dispossessed. The, yes, that's right. They lost the ball and he didn't go to like, uh, I think it was Mina that got the ball and, he, and Mina just kind of ran right past him and he didn't put any pressure on him. And then, which created a chance for Richarlison from like a really kind of, you know, easy pass. Right. So, uh, and uh, Hugo Lloris was not happy. You for to some but he degree, called it out, and then it looks like uh, Son flips him off. Oh, I don't know about that. That's, it does. Right. It looks like he did. I mean, what's he saying? Like, you know, uh, I'll pat you on the balls. Like, you know, he's telling him to go fuck himself. Uh, he said it. What's and a, then, I'll pet, is that a thing? I'll pet you in the balls. Hey, you better watch out. But hey, pet you in the balls. hey, you think I won't come up there and lightly tap you on the balls in a caressing manner? You think I won't do that? Don't you dare disrespect me in front of my friends. Uh, uh, I apologize for the way this show has gone so far. Um, I think when they show that, it, it seemed like there was like... He was dismissive. Of, he did something, some gesture. He was like, like, don't tell me to track back. I know what the fuck I'm doing. And yeah. and Larice was like, whoa, don't you talk to me that way. Is Larice the captain or is that Harry Kane? He, he Larice is the, the captain. captain. Yeah. I hate making your goalkeeper the captain. You're not near. You should be a guy in the midfield. He's near more of the players. You can't even talk. Look at the disrespect that happened. It was probably loss of communication, you know? Uh, the gentleman's tap of the balls. Thank you, Paulo. Paulo knows. Paulo. Paulo. Whatever it is. Uh, so what should I call it? I I kind of side with Larice on this. Because if, if you're the captain and you're telling someone like, yo, step your game up, and they're dismissive, you got to get touched, right? Like, you guys, I got to go over there and be like, you don't get you to do get, that. You got to get tapped on the balls. Lightly. <laughs> hey, come on, baby. Touch your toes. This is okay. going to happen. Otherwise, how is the message going to sink in, bro? Listen, you think I want to do this? You think I came to work today saying, hey, I'm going to tap someone's balls? No, but you put me in a position where I got to do that. Okay. So now you got to get in the position. This hurts me more <laughs> yeah. than it hurts you. <laughs> I'm disappointed in your actions has caused me to have to do this. 
<laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. So uh, it was and with the, COVID. I gotta wash my hands how many times? <laughs> <laughs> it was at the very least uh, entertaining. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think Hugo Lloris is uh, right on this point because yeah, Richarlison's chance was was pretty close. He just missed the. Um, uh, you know the the, the goal by like I, I mean inches centimeters uh, as and they yo, say. everyone says son and I do too that son's like the nicest guy in the world kid's got a bit of an anger streak to him like if you look back in his history somebody did a post on reddit that's like really incredible but like it goes back he's been like basically like either kicked off every team or has had he's kicked players I mean like uh, you know oh yeah yeah maybe he got like, the, that the red against uh, Chelsea when he kicked up at the at, at uh, Rudiger, I believe. Somehow. Yeah, he like karate kicked somebody in in a club that he was at. I think I forget what it was. Maybe PSV. What? Yeah, <laughs> like the dude. Oh, wait, no, par- I thought you said he karate kicked someone in the club, like in a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's behind you, dude. Look at the lights you got. Oh no! <laughs> Imagine though. I mean, I want you on my team if you straight up. Like John Claude Van Damme, somebody <laughs> at the club, dude. I'm with uh, you on that. Uh, yeah, he aced military duty though. Yeah, he did. That's right. I, I, maybe it's it's his PTSD for military duty, man. Maybe it's the training. Maybe like a switch happens. Maybe there's like a specific word they teach South Korean <laughs> army that turns you into a monster. Yeah, it's the the Manchurian candidate type yeah. deal. <laughs> maybe Larice just said that word. <laughs> what other show are you getting this on? We're breaking it down dude so oh, yeah man. i fucks with larice and i hate larice i want i i love you i want i love son and i want tottenham to lose but i want son to have a good time and i want him to feel loved okay he's just a good <laughs> dude but maybe i'm wrong about this maybe he's a monster you know what i mean you know what it was it was when he broke your boy's foot and he cried that's what made everyone feel like, yo, maybe he's in touch. But maybe that was the the tears of victory. You know oh, what I mean? Or maybe that was he he learned that from uh, Mama Guerrero's. Maybe I, that's where he learned the, that tactic. He was like, "Quick, cry! <laughs> They'll never see it coming." <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. So yeah. Okay. So uh, next let's up, talk about yes, let's Arsenal. let's talk a little bit. Uh. Some some Arsenal. Uh. They lost. Uh. No. They uh, drew today. They drew um, today after going. First of all. I mean, they After went down to up. 10 men. It's the only reason. Oh, because I froze yeah. a little bit there. Do you got me yeah, now? Yeah. Sorry about I got that. you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. They, went, they went down to 10 men. So that's the issue, right? They yeah, were well, looking fine. Well, how'd you feel about that red uh, from Enketia? Dude, you know what I loved? I loved at the end of the match, they asked uh, Arteta about it. He's like, if those are the rules, then... Uh, then uh, what you call it? Leicester should have been the ten men after four after the foul that happened between the forty first and the forty fifth minute. Talking about Vardy, and yeah. uh, they were like, "Well, which one specifically?" He's like, "The one that happened between the forty first <laughs> and the forty fifth minute." Like he's like, "I'm even giving you a range. I ain't trying to pay no fines right now. I'm trying to get furloughed, my dude." <laughs> um, yeah. So that yeah, w- I mean, they looked incredible. If it was, if they didn't go down to ten men, they yeah. would not have. They they would have. I believe they would have won that match, dude. It, it like it looks like the club plays better with three at the back than they do anything else. And when when they went to that, they essentially went to a five three one when uh, the red card came out. So all of a sudden, it's it, yeah. There's more people on that back line, but it seemed like because they were all in a straight line, it was easier for these little dinky passes to go through. And yeah. that's the only reason that a, that a goal got scored against us. I truly believe it. And honestly, none of this matters if Lacazette bangs in that goal. He did that beautiful 
Beautiful first touch, beautiful turn. And this is in the first half when we had complete control of the match. If that happens and that goal goes in, who cares? They're not going to score two in the extra in the in the uh, when they're up by ten. Yeah, the uh, I mean uh, Schmeichel was uh, was was pretty good. Uh, he he had he had to have a good game because Arsenal was pretty dominant. Uh, and yeah, look the the. Look, the red card obviously changed everything, and I was I was I was kind of most surprised by how good Arsenal looked against Leicester. Right, yeah, Leicester's pretty you know high up on the table, and they they they've have been a, in third. Well, now they're in fourth, but they were in third for like almost the entire season. Yeah, and they've looked good, but they couldn't they couldn't get the ball. Uh, and and Arsenal looked sharp. They, the sharpest I, I think I've seen them this. Um, you know, since uh, since the restart. So, um, I mean, look, they went, they went, uh, they went not undefeated, but they didn't lose a match all of 2020 until the start of the restart. Yeah. Right. And one of the things that gives me so much sort of peace, right? As an Arsenal fan, I understand we're not going to spend a lot of money. We will spend money, right? We will get players, but it's not going to be the big name place. We're not going after the Jane and Sancho's, right? We're going to partay seems to be like the big chip we want. And then we're going to try to fill in some gaps in between. Maybe if we get Ozil off the books, we can make some things work. Maybe we can keep uh, Obama Yang and that little bit of sort of that variance there in the money between Obama Yang getting a bigger contract and what we were, what he was being paid before. Maybe that we could get something else. But yo, Saka, yeah. Saka's—he's a kid and he looks incredible. Yeah, he just uh, signed a new contract, right? Yeah, so he's going to be at Arsenal for a long time. And hopefully. people forget Martinelli. Martinelli is injured, but that kid was also a beast before before he got injured. Before the which happened during COVID. Like I honestly think if. And look, it's a true Arsenal thing to say, like, if all healthy. But if all healthy, that's a hell of a club, especially playing the way we're playing. Arteta has taken complete control, which, shockingly, I expected Ancelotti to do the same thing at Everton. I expected Everton to at least be a lockdown team. Like, we may not win, but it's not going to be easy to beat us. And it seems like they are kind of easy to beat sometimes. Where uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, look, Everton, look, they, they nil nil against Liverpool on the only allowed pushovers. An I, own, I, goal, I an own goal against Tottenham. Defensively, uh, they're they in a good place. Uh, but but when it comes to just the quality of players, uh, Everton does not have the, most Premier League teams. You know, Arsenal fans get upset or whatever because obviously the the bar has been raised so high by like the Liverpools and the Manchester Cities of the world. Yeah, but Arsenal are still a, a solid squad that are fun to watch. They uh, they have you know just like uh, the, the, that's kind of the, one of those things that impresses me the most about um, uh, teams like Arsenal where they. They have a playing style that, you know, Arsene Wenger brought in and it was like, and now everybody's like, okay, for the rest of our history, we're going to play like this. Okay. Never going to change it. <laughs> we'll just play this song for the rest of our lives. It's our wedding song. You better like it. Okay. I, I do think our tattoo changed a little bit though. This is my favorite. <laughs> Did you see the video of the funeral at the strip club? I have not seen it this. It was in the South. Uh, a kid died. It was like a younger dude, like in his early 20s. Okay. And they, they, he wanted the funeral to be at the strip club. So his mom went and she was recording it. And she put, my son's funeral is lit AF. And it's just a girl shaking her bare ass on the on the, on the the casket. <laughs> it was incredible, dude. Yeah, dude. They Yo. did to that casket what Atlanta United did to MLS Cup. They took Let's it go. to Magic City. <laughs> Yo, uh, you're going to have to send me that. 
video ASAP. Okay. Yeah, but privately, you know. What I mean? <laughs> Put it in uh, the chat. <laughs> yo, Christian, why are you throwing dollars at your phone though? <laughs> uh, here's here not to throw shade on Everton, but the, the the reason why I said that is because Ancelotti is one of those big name managers that's linked to every great team. It was a huge coup when Everton gets him. Arteta, no one had, I, I believed it. In fact, if you recall, when we had troops on our television show, I kept telling them, even in the commercial breaks, trust me, this is the guy. I believe this is the guy. Trust me, he's going to be our manager for the next 20 years. I'm telling you, he's that great. But he wasn't like the everyone's got to have him. Like Ancelotti, everybody wants him, right? Yeah. There's no club in the world that wouldn't want an Ancelotti. Arteta, not the same. And he seems to have leveled everything out. He has created, he took the same players Emery could barely get out of a draw with, and he has made them seem unstoppable. And the kids look good. I'm so happy and excited for the future that I know it's all going to fall apart because I'm an <laughs> Arsenal fan. Like, that's how, I'm so confident that I know bad stuff is happening, right? It's just coming. I mean, but it's always, woe is me with uh, with Arsenal supporters. It's going to fall apart. It's going to fall apart, and we're in sixth place in Europa. This you know club why? Is a, this club is a failure. First of all, we're in seventh, right? <laughs> and do you know why? Because it's always f- falling apart. After after we went invincible, it's like we, we, we owe a due. We have to pay our dues now. All right. Well, I mean, look, a lot of people are trying to figure it out, but it's getting more. It's getting more difficult. But you know, I, I think Liverpool uh, is an example of a. You know, they they brought in a manager with just different ideas, but they didn't really change their. They were always they were always just not good enough, right? Like Liverpool always had the problem. They just like couldn't. They just obviously couldn't win the league. Get uh, over the hump. Always, they always something always happened. And even even the year, uh, even last year, look if Vincent Company doesn't score that goal against uh, Leicester, I believe it was um, that that rocket that he scored. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't score that goal, Liverpool probably wins the Premier League last year. Uh, and so. That's kind of the thing where, like, you can still have the, the the same club identity, but if you bring in someone that can work with work with that identity, but bring in some fresh ideas and bring in a little bit of that belief, you well, Liverpool is the example of like things can change, and Arsenal just need, you know, it's not a quality issue. With it's never been a quality issue with Arsenal. It is a confidence and just straight up belief and a headspace. Sure. Uh, okay, a couple other things. So I do believe they're going to get a European spot, by the way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's I think the- I can see Wolves losing at least two of their next matches. I'm just looking up their matches right now. Sheffield United and Everton. Come on, Everton. Don't fuck this up for us, God damn it. <laughs> uh, but they also have to play uh, Burnley, which is not an easy match ever, right? Crystal Palace, which we've seen, they they've got some skill, and Chelsea. It's not a it's not an automatic that they keep their place. Arsenal has a little bit more of a of a difficult uh, sort of run up. Um, I mean, they're just playing the best teams. They're playing Tottenham next, Liverpool, Manchester City, Aston Villa, and Watford. So the way they played today lets me believe that. Even Liverpool's already won. Manchester City's in the FA Cup, so forget them. So it's going to be uh, Tottenham, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Watford. We can win all of those. Liverpool's already won. They're not the same team, and they're certainly not going to start all their best players. I don't know about that. I don't know. (laughs) And if they do, it's not for the whole match, which brings me to my next subject. Even with even Liverpool's bench will will do very well against Arsenal. Yes, but we've seen this Arsenal. This Arsenal that's played the last few matches, I think, can hang. With even the A squad of well, and, Liverpool, and Ketia's not going to be there for three games. So, 
Ah, they're going to appeal it because they gave him a yellow before. It was bullshit. All right, we'll see. They're going to appeal it. Here's uh, the, but here we go. Starting your your starters. We've been able to watch post-COVID what the game is like with both water breaks and five subs. Yes. Do you like both of those things? Um, I feel like they haven't uh, uh, changed the game so drastically that it, um, that I'm fine with both. The, 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 I think the, Let's talk the, about the drink break. Yeah, Are the, you fine with a drink break? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think it's, uh, it doesn't, hasn't, doesn't really change much. I mean, it's, a, it's like 60 seconds long, and it also does give the, the, the managers an opportunity to like, kind of go over another bit of a game plan. That's so, the real advantage. That's look, kind of as, upset some people. As a viewer, uh, as a viewer, I, don't, I feel like it's not distracting enough to bother me from like, enjoying the game. Uh, the one interesting thing, and we should mention the NWSL, the uh, the they use that cooling break, water break, uh, Colobanco is saying, um, they use that to actually show a commercial during the game. So they'll, they'll show essentially like a, about a 30 to 45 second ad during the... During the water break, which is like, it's just drawing because you're like, is the game still on? Did something happen? Is, is it halftime? Seems- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is weird. Um, but I, I, to be honest, I haven't even really noticed it. Here's my thing. I don't think a water break, a, a cooling break is necessary in most Premier League years. Like, what are you going to do? Drink hot chocolate? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's freezing. You know what I mean? You don't need a break. What is it? A warm up your butt break? They're fine. <laughs> Sit on a heated seat. I don't think you're going to need it. But uh, some people think it's sort of an advantage if you have a great manager, right? If you have someone like a – people have said this. I'm not saying this, but Mourinho, right? It gives Mourinho an opportunity to adjust the game a little bit. Everyone says, like, oh, as a manager, you can only really make changes at halftime. Other than that, you're just yelling stuff out as they play. Well, now because of this drink break, you've got that chance, right? And I'm assuming they're going to be playing the Qatari World Cup this way. Uh, oh yeah, without that. Well, yeah. yeah, it's it's still even in the winter, still going to be at about a hundred degrees. A so. hundred some degrees. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's going to uh, be a drink break, a remove dead players off the field break. We need that, and they're like, no commercials. Watch, <laughs> watch the court. Zoom in. <laughs> um, no, man. It's uh, uh, um, yeah. Again, it, it it hasn't been disruptive enough for me to really care. Um. The five subs. So, I so, love it. I love it. Someone brought this up on the broadcast today of, I believe it was the Arsenal match. Or the, uh, I don't remember which game exactly, but they said that uh, 14 of the 20 Premier League clubs um, voted, voted for it. F- voted for it. So you imagine that the other seven were probably the seven that have weak ass benches and like, nah, we don't want to see. <laughs> we, we don't, we don't even want these guys thinking they can get in the game. <laughs> like, don't, don't do this. Um, so from a, from a, uh, a competitive perspective, you could understand why that will provide a huge advantage for the, for the bigger clubs. Uh, Cause they can just have these absolute superstars come off the bench. Uh, so, I, I would I would be more okay. I would be from that perspective. I would be more okay if they just continue with the three subs. Um, but I also understand the this is all the circumstances are ridiculous for all this stuff. So you can understand that why why they felt that they had to do it. Who's gonna here's who's gonna benefit, and here's who's gonna sort of this is a real negative for 
this is a real negative for bubble players. Your players that are on the fringe that sometimes get in the match that are good in training, a little bit older, like above 25 years old, 27 years old, 29 years old, but aren't good enough to start players that you sometimes just lose on a free and you don't care. That's the player that's going to suffer. That's the player that's not going to be able to stay in the league because I'm telling you who this is great for is the youth. This is absolutely incredible. If you're a young player and you're a manager, it doesn't cost too much. It, you, before, you'd be like, I can't use one of my three subs on a player that's unproven. Now, you can. You've got five. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, I'm, if the one kid sucks, pull him out. You know what I mean? He got five. <laughs> right. Hey, I made a mistake. <laughs> oh, I just saw what you do, and I don't want to see it anymore. Good thing I got this, my trusty eraser. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we stopped doing this in permanent pen. You know what I mean? Pencil, baby. That's what I'm talking about. But honestly, I, I like the idea that it's only three stoppages anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it really hasn't elongated the game in any way, shape, or form. I think... Five, my fear is that people are like, well, if five is good, let's just do 10. That's too much, right? Because you just, you don't have that deep of a bench. But five, five seems right within that window where it's it's good for the health of the player, as Sheks has said um, in, the, in the chat. It's good for players that are just feeling like this like weird small injury and like, well, but I need to stay out here because there's no more subs. Now, maybe you've got that chance. Maybe there's, maybe they used all three, but maybe there's an opportunity to do it anyway. Like, I think it's a great opportunity, and I think it's something they need to keep. It's just there's no reason not to. I can't see a reason to not do it. That stupid Iron Man version of soccer is dead anyway. Uh, but I don't think it's about that. I think uh, uh, Colobanco, I don't want to adjust this in the chat, he says, but as Premier League teams, they they got the TV money to fix their benches at, even at the bottom. Well, that they might have some more money, but again, the more money you give to all the Premier League, all the Premier League teams get receive the same amount of money, right? Plus whatever they earn in their own like individual markets or ad well, deals, whatever or the whatever. owner can spend. And then, and that's that's where there will never be parity. Some teams will just be more popular than others, and will have a, a world amount of m- more money. So you can only don't know, regardless of how much the lower uh, by the bottom of the table teams fix, fix their benches. The top, the, the teams at the top will fix their benches even more to adjust for how much the, the, the bottom teams have improved their benches. So it's, it'll always keep shifting and they'll never be able to catch up realistically. So, uh, unless you have a season like Lester had a few years ago where you just happen to find a bunch of diamonds in the rough. Yeah, but I don't think um, I think the five subs is too much of a too much of an advantage to the to the better team. So I don't think they should keep it. I, I think disagree. Three, and I, the three requires. I don't three, forget the youth players, though. I, for, I forgot about them. Don't even <laughs> care about their well-being or anything. No, <laughs> the, to quote Michael Jordan. <laughs> fuck those kids. <laughs> I think I think even your think about it Southampton all these clubs that are we consider smaller clubs they're kind of known for developing great players not all of them obviously but their academies this is going to be an opportunity to build up your academy this is going to be an opportunity but it changes to the game it changes the you, the strategy of 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 being a, a manager and and choosing you have to be very specific about uh, making those three substitutions. Uh, it, 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 that's, that's the game. That is the managerial process. It's that's the, the same thing. It's adding more. It's it's like, it's just, it's it's still chess. It doesn't it, turn it, it into it, checkers. I, I agree with that, but it does make the chess game a little bit easier because you have I more, disagree you have because more moves. 
but so does the other team. It's not like the big clubs get to have five and everyone else has three. They still also have five. So it doesn't change. They could bring in a kid that's a beast. That's sure. It's going to be sold next season for less than you wish you, you wish you, you could keep him for. But at the end of the day, it's like you still have, there are still chances that you have an advantage and it's only going to help the English player. So why not do it? They should do it in the U.S. They should do it in MLS. They should do it in NWSL. They should do it everywhere. I know. I think it changes the game a, a little too much. Uh, that that I don't. I don't think it's. It's definitely not necessary. But it, it makes those sub. That, that's why subs are so important. And, and it's you still ha- like like Colo Blanco said. It's still only three stoppages. It's not about the time that it takes. It is. Uh, it is about the 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 competitive advantage that Manchester City they can bring in uh, a a. a Guero. They could bring Mares, Mares, or whatever. Yeah. Like, th- there's something uh, of a, there's there's some parity brought when Manchester City can't bring two more absolutely stellar players. They have to play with the 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 you know the the eleven that they have, and then three more uh, as the option. So it it, it allows for a, a, a Leicester a Leicester team to 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 be able to win the Premier League because they didn't have to not only play against those three amazing subs, but then also two superstars uh, because, you know, some team has a ridiculous payroll. So uh, I'm not saying it's wrong, like ethically. I'm saying that the the, the way the game is played now and and the strategy that that, that managers have to come up with to to, uh, approach any fixture... That will that will change drastically, and the way rosters are built will change, and things like that. It, it, it's not just you know young, more young kids are going to get to play. There, there might be a couple teams that do that, but not the majority. The majority of teams are like, okay, well we got five subs, and now let's spend a little bit more money on really bolstering our bench, and 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 because we know that that now these other guys are going to get some playing time, so we might be able to stack us absolute super teams. Because better players are here's where I think you're probably wrong. willing to come to the team. Yeah, but I, I, I here's where I disagree with you. No great player is going to go somewhere knowing that there's a better player in that position in front of them. Do you get what I'm saying? It's still not going to change the competitive drive of those players to want to be starters. So I, I just don't think you're automatically going to be like you're not going to build this additional Galacticos on the bench. That just doesn't happen. And I like Shex that goes, why don't we, why don't we compromise for subs? <laughs> it's, it's not about that. I think it's about uh, with the structure of the game that you're picturing, I think is a bit more of a fever dream than it is what the reality would be. Because if you're an incredible player who's starting on Crystal Palace, if you're Wilfred Zaha, let's say you're Wilfred Zaha, right? Do you want to go be a bench player on Manchester City? You don't, but there are people who are would be willing to do that that are very, very good. There's a reason when you only have three subs, it'll yes, it'll make the the, the those three players have to be obviously good enough to to not only just either be a starter, but but and but to be on the bench. But without a doubt, if Manchester, you know this, if Manchester City had five five subs every forever. It would be a little tough for teams like Southampton to play a Manchester City, knowing that they would ha- they have they would have to face uh, 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 f- uh, sixteen in- incredibly high quality players as opposed to uh, thir- uh, uh, fourteen. Well, I, here's why I love the idea even more because I kind of want to see the world you're talking about because I honestly don't think that's going to happen. There may be the odd the odd situation where someone transfers mid-season 
You know what I mean? And because they just want to be on a winning team or maybe they have one year left on their contract. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I get it. You well, know I'm what I mean? I'm saying Christian is dying on this hill. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> yeah, because I completely disagree with you. So I, I kind of agree with Colo Blanco. Like, I think you've dug in your trench. And honestly, I respect it. But, like, I don't think the world you're envisioning. I think Mares being a bench player being a, a, a substitute, a reserve player even, just like reserve to, to the luxury, not reserve on the reserve squad. I think that's just a rarity. I don't think someone's going to want, unless they're older and like it's like a Carlos Tevez level where they're like, dude, I just want to play on a great team. I don't think you're going to get these great players at the peak of their career saying like, you know what? I will take the fourth yeah. and fifth possible possible substitute but that's not to what be I'm on the team. I'm that not is saying, what you're saying. So I, then those players aren't that great. No, no, no. That isn't what I'm saying. Obviously, there's going to be unintended consequences with anything, right? Of like, everything, there's unintended consequences. <laughs> yes. they'll. I'm not saying that they'll just be uh, this this uh, um, team of superstars, right? Like so, and and I want to address. Uh, uh, Shexa made a point about bo- like the, that lesser teams with more subs can play all out defense better to hang with Goliath teams. Maybe, but Not maybe yours is a maybe too. Don't throw but, a maybe on Shexas. Maybe, but that doesn't mean it, they're gonna win. You know what I mean, like so, so you're just gonna get you know a bunch of a bunch of more center backs, and that'll kind of resolve any issue. The game will be. When less did you become Burnley's manager? <laughs> the game will be less entertaining. There will be consequences to this. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. And whether it's hold on, uh, they, but, but be hold con- on, run on Shexas scenario. Let's say you're a lesser team. Everton, right? And you're playing against a big club, Arsenal, right? And Everton scores and they're up 1-0. And let's say there's 30 minutes left in the game and they have the opportunity to bring in three new players after already making two subs. They can now bring in three defensive players and may really make it really difficult for Arsenal to potentially score another goal. There's It, it, yes. it allows you to play... It That's, allows you to play chess on a slightly wider that, board, but that is fine. I understand what you're saying, but now, so let's let's say for like from uh, as a neutral, I'm not an Everton fan, not an Arsenal fan. I'm watching this game. They bring in all these defenders. Now the game is is slower. The game is more defensive. It is. I'm watching a less entertaining game than if I had a a, a more tired Everton and, and Arsenal. And Arsenal can score more goals. I the game will lead. The, we're always going to go in the direction of more goals. When you add more subs, you are taking away the possibility of more goals. That's what. If, that's what I'm if saying. If those subs are defensive, but now Arsenal can make additional can make additional uh, subs themselves to bring in more attacking players and put it on an all out. And in fact, that might even lead to a counter goal uh, from Everton because now maybe Arsenal is less defensive. It actually. Completely. We're going to start to see new formations. We're going to see a bunch of new stuff. And honestly, I think you hate change. I think you've got a problem with change. <laughs> I'm and fine. honestly, I think the world is moving on and you need to move with it, Grandpa. <laughs> I I am fine the way it is. I think uh, all it, subs matter. And I think, <laughs> I think five, five subs. Okay. I yeah. would have never wanted five subs until I saw it. And now that I've seen it, I want it, and I want it to stay in the game. Look, this is probably a stupid argument because it's not, right? FIFA hates making changes, right? But I think if this stays, I think beyond COVID, I would be very happy because the new level of strategy to the game is going to be better than anything we've ever seen, I think. 
Yeah. Okay. Look, Shax is saying, I, I honestly don't think it would have such a dramatic impact right away. Maybe slowly over time. Maybe. Uh, and and Jim I thought he was says, talking about the Montreal impact, which they could use five subs. <laughs> <laughs> Jim says, this reminds me of when Alexis came up with FIFA training for the U.S. men's national team. Remember that, Alexis? It's um, a genius idea. <laughs> just, just a little uh, FIFA simulator with their playing as their own character. It was a, they that, play as themselves only in Greg Berhalter's system. So a player like Weston McCann Kenny, while he's playing in whatever the hell Schalke is doing, can continue to develop in Berhalter's system. I don't understand why you don't get it. I like what Gymnastics said. Nah, son, you bring in my lawyer, Ishmael (laughs) Shazuri Shradi, our lawyer. Yeah. um, Yes. Check out that. uh, That's our episode with Aaron West uh, that that we did. So you check that one out. If uh, also we asked Greg Berhalter that on our show as well. And Berhalter (laughs) didn't say it was a bad idea. Uh, Okay. So I think we're, I think we're out of a subject. That's pretty much it. If anybody else, <laughs> That's question. how we end our show. I yeah. think we're out of subjects. We're, there's no more things to discuss. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the show. You mean a show that we've completely prepared for, <laughs> and we did without a hitch. Uh, so again, yeah, thank you for for listening. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us on Twitch again. Uh, make sure you, if you are not following us on Twitch. Do that uh, so you can hang out with us and you can be a part of experiences just like these because uh, we you know we had uh, all the, the the hits from from our from our chat uh, from Shexa from Gymnastics Three uh, right. Blanco, Blanco Rob, Robert Bottom from LA. Okay, we got the Doritos in the building. Okay, the <laughs> um, yeah, Robert from LA says, "Did you mention the new kits? Uh, some teams are debuting." Yeah, Chelsea uh, we- already brought out their new kit, which I'm not a fan of. Like, no, 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 wait till the restart. But I guess it's the contract, right? Yeah, they always do this, and towards the end of the season, they'll wear their the, the next season's kit. Um, I Everton Everton hasn't worn their kit, but they they released it. It's uh with Hummel now. Um, it's a it's kind of kind of. Plain. Nah, uh, see, I'm going to disagree with you again. Not that that's a part of the show, but I think it's clean, dude. It's very classy looking. It is. I, I'm not saying I don't like it, but it doesn't look too different than the one I'm currently wearing. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, I actually think it looks nicer than the one you're wearing. Okay. Yeah. It has like a little bit, it has like a, a little bit of a shine or, or whatever. So, yeah. uh, um, so whatever. Um, yeah, we didn't get into it too much because otherwise it's, uh, you know, we talked about our hair and then it would become a, a full fashion show. Uh, and then it went from there. <laughs> so, um, but we'll, we'll make some time to, uh, to do that. Maybe we should uh, do like a little, uh, you know, a, a, a Twitch, you know, and go over kits and stuff like that. That would be fun. dope. Yeah. Why not? Um, I also, I'm, I'm, proud of myself i i finally set up uh, i got a capture card f- uh, for my computer so i can connect my xbox and we can play games and it can look good and all this stuff so this uh, there's a lot to look forward to uh, on the twitch channel so make sure you uh you know you you hang out with us and, and follow and do all those things right so if you're listening subscribe to the podcast go to our twitch channel subscribe you'll get an alert when we come on it's pretty dope um if you have uh amazon prime it's free it's a free subscription. You just click on it and you're good. As yeah. long as you haven't used it for anything else, which I can't believe you did, right? Yeah, Why would how, you do that to us? How dare you? I mean, really. Right? Uh, Shaxa said the new Dortmund kit is fire. That's interesting, right? Because I've heard a lot, uh, even from other Dortmund fans, I've heard that they're like, oh, I don't know about this one. I'm not a big fan of it. I got to <laughs> wait. That one's going to grow on me. Like the new Arsenal kit with all the blood splatter. I'm not sure I'm sold on it. 
Yeah, so uh, Kolodong said Pika Pika, or Pikachu. Yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> definitely has. I did not get that. I thought that was, I thought that was food, <laughs> to be honest with you. I didn't get what it meant at first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. We got Pikachu in the, in the chat. That's great. All right. Uh, <laughs> so th everyone, yeah, thank you so much uh, for, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, again, we'll, we'll be back with another podcast on Friday uh, where we'll be recapping uh, MLS's back and talking about all that stuff. Uh, we also have some news coming soon. Uh, so, so yeah, tuned. so there's a reason we couldn't talk about MLS. There's a big announcement that's happening probably right after you listen to this podcast or maybe <laughs> just before it, but we can't announce it. Uh, they will announce it, but it is a huge deal for us, and we're really, really excited, and we hope you guys will be excited too. Um, nothing's going to change, though. You're still going to get podcasts, still going to get the TV show. We're still going to yeah, do yeah. the regular podcast. We'll still do the Premier League show uh, as well each week. Like, none of that changes, but this is going to be this is a really big deal for us. So, yeah, um, yeah just stay tuned to our social uh, tomorrow or Wednesday, whenever you're listening to this. And if you're listening to this after, you probably know about it already. Okay. Uh, all right. We, I, I just, I'm looking at the chat right now, and there's just like some nonsense oh we got a spammer thank you for <laughs> we got we blocked the spammer thank you so much for that <laughs> so, perfect <laughs> okay um so the um uh yes so uh, yeah like we said friday uh so make sure you subscribe to the podcast and we'll be back on t on television on tuesday that's right on fubo tv we have uh, a, a great show coming up uh we are going to be joined by sebastian saucedo our first liga mx player uh active liga mx player is going to be on the show uh, for pumas play, plays for pumas uh so we're really really stoked about that and uh, we, we recorded the interview uh a couple weeks ago uh maybe like two weeks ago and it was it's amazing and he's it a, really is an incredible interview man. yeah he's a great great dude and really like when it you know like when when you do our show and you and you know you you you're forced to keep it real but he was like nah I'm good he I'm ready came to go. in like no 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 man I've been real since with this thing starts I hey go I've been good like if you think he's not gonna bring up the RSL stuff bro like we didn't even have to ask him about it like what are you eating he's like I'll tell you what RSL did wrong I'm like okay all right all right uh so yeah a lot a lot to look forward to so make sure you check that out Tuesday at 8 p.m on on Fubo TV and uh and yeah so uh yes watch uh MLS is back again we'll be talking about it on Friday uh so a lot going on and uh for the, for the cooligans uh yeah stay tuned to our socials do that i'm really really excited all right so uh with that said my name is christian polanco i am alexis guerreros and together what are we the cooligans